Well, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you once again for tuning in. Please make yourselves nice and comfortable. Uh, put away all distractions. Let's get ready for the word of the Lord. This is very, very important. The word of the Lord is vitally very, very important for our lives and for our spiritual growth, for our physical growth, our mental growth. So let's put away all distractions. Get your family together and let's get into the word of the Lord. Amen. Well, I want to talk to you about a topic that is really, really crazy <laughs> really really crazy it's a it's amazing that i'll mention this word crazy because what i want to talk to you today is on crazy faith now this is something that that was on my mind something that i went through uh, I, I pondered on this and went through this and and realized sometimes in our lives we just need crazy faith we just need to step out in faith now we have been I've been sitting with you throughout this whole pandemic season, this whole five months. We have been uh, studying a lot on waiting upon God, waiting upon the Lord, resting in the Lord, waiting, waiting, waiting on the Lord, being silent, 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 waiting upon God, being silent. Now it's a time to have crazy faith. Now is the time, church, for us to step out in faith, to step out in crazy faith. And sometimes for our breakthrough to happen, it's going to require crazy faith. It's going to require crazy faith. You know, when I looked at this topic, I thought of all the heroes in the Bible. What made them so famous that we speak about them today? They did something extraordinary and different, something that was crazy. And I thought to myself, Will I be remembered just as they were? Will I be remembered just as they were? Today we still talk about all these heroes in the Bible. We still talk about all of them. Look at every one of them from the Old Testament right down to the New Testament. You can name every one of them. We still talk about all the major and minor prophets. We still talk about all the people that God used. We still talk about these heroes in the Bible. Moses, David. Wow, awesome men of God. Abraham. We still talk about Noah. We talk about Peter. We talk about Paul. Wow. Will I be remembered as they were? Hundred years from now, will we be remembered? We will we still be remembered? Will I be will I be remembered as the man who had crazy faith? Will they say, I want to have the faith of Rowan? You know, right now we look at we look at uh, Moses, look at David. I wanna I wanna have a heart like David. I want to be close to God like how David was. I want to be radical like how Paul was. I want to have the faith like how Peter had, that when he walked, his shadow healed the people. I want to have the faith of Abraham. I want to have the faith of Moses to stand up and preach the word of God. I wonder if 100 years from now, people will say, you know what, I want to have the faith like how Rowan did. In the year 2020, when he took on Listen, a entire pandemic, the faith that he had, the faith that he had to, to move faith Joburg, and, and, and he was a family man. Wow, look at the things that he accomplished, look at the things that he did. I want to have the faith of Rowan. I wonder if people will say that. It's great that we talk about Moses and David, but will they ever talk about you? 
It's great that we talk about Moses, David, but will they ever talk about you? Now, I'm not talking about five to ten generations down the line from now. No, your kids. Will they say, my mother was a woman of faith? Will they say that? When I think about crazy, I think about Noah. He's the first person that comes to my mind. Who got up every day to build a boat who had never ever seen rain. Think about it. He wasn't a trained boat builder. He didn't go to school for it. He had no idea how to build a boat. He wasn't an architect. He didn't know how to how, how to construct and how to build. He literally got an instruction from God, left all what he was doing and started building a boat when there wasn't even a drop of rain on the earth. Now this this story, this will be classified as crazy. This will be classified as crazy. And I thought about it and I realized, you know what? We get so familiar with all the Bible stories. It's just like, yeah, praise God. Yes, Noah built, built the ark. Praise God. Yes, Noah was the one that built the ark. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No, 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 no. We get so... Uh, so familiar with these stories that we don't realize the faith behind look at the stuff that Moses did read its scripture slowly and look at what he did look at the faith of Moses look at the faith that he had look at the faith that Noah did look at what Noah actually did to build an ark when there was no rain on the earth when everybody was coming against him to him to just listen to God and say I'm gonna just build this ark and I'm gonna do what the Lord instructed me to do when he had no idea what he was doing no idea of how to even start building this ark but he went ahead and did what the Lord instructed him to do. Now that is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Now this is equivalent as me telling you, uh, you know what, for the next six months, for the next six months, we're, well, for six months, sorry, we're gonna come together as a church and we are gonna build a spaceship. For the next six months, we are going to come together and we are going to build a spaceship. Because the Lord told me, the Lord instructed me and the Lord told me that in six months time, He is going to be on Mars 3. Now, I know we haven't heard about Mars 3. We don't know about it. It's not yet proven. But I'm telling you, it's there. The Lord instructed me and the Lord told me that Mars 3 is there and He is going to be there. And in six months' time, that spaceship is going to be built and we are going to get on that spaceship. And we are going to go to Mars 3 and we are going to meet the Lord face to face. Hallelujah, church. Who's with me? Let's build this spaceship together. Who's with me, church? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Absolute silence. <laughs> Absolute silence. Now, in the, in, in the seriousness that I'm speaking to you and explaining you the story, you will listen to me and you will think I'm crazy. You will think I'm crazy. But that's exactly what Noah did. Noah went and built something that had never been seen before. And nobody believed in him until it started raining. Oh, 
my God. I looked at the word, looked at that word raining. You know, sometimes we look at a storm. Let me just sidetrack just a little bit. Sometimes we look at a storm and we think to ourselves, Lord, please get me out of the storm. Get me out of the storm. I need to get out of the storm. Heal me from the storm. Deliver me from the storm. Remove the storm from my life. I rebuke that bind. I curse the storm in the name of Jesus. This 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 crazy thing that I'm going through, this, this problem that I'm going through, remove the storm from my life when you don't realize that there's things that you have to learn through the storm in order for you to be a better person at the end. Oh, who am I preaching to this morning? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes we want that storm to move, but we don't realize that we have to actually have to go through the storm. You see, if I haven't been through what I've been through all these years in my life, and if I haven't learned what I've learned all these years in my life, I wouldn't be right now standing before you preaching to you as your senior pastor. Mm-mm. There is phases and stages and seasons in your life that God has to get you through to get you to be a stronger being. So that when he places you on the top in leadership, you are able to stand and keep on standing. Mm, 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 mm. Because in order for you to be a leader, you cannot be a wimp. Oh, let me just say it as it is. In order for you to be a leader, you can't cry about every little thing that comes along your way. In order for you to be a leader, you can't be a complainer about every little thing. You have to know how to stand and stand in the Word of God and stand leaning and stand deciding and making a firm decision. I am being a good leader, a strong leader, and I'm going to follow in the name of Jesus. You have to know how to stand and keep on standing, take a beating, take a kicking, and keep on going on in the name of Jesus. These things that we have to learn through the storm, and I didn't realize this until the Lord called me into full-time ministry, and He called me to be the senior pastor of Faith Joburg. I didn't realize, and now I realize, oh, now I know why you took me through what I've been through 10 years ago. Now I know what I went through five years ago. Now I know why I've been through it, because if I had not been through it, I wouldn't be standing right now. Now I know what it means to be on my knees. Now I know what it means to stand. Now I know what it is to hear your voice and hear the direction you want to take the church and you want to take me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Noah went and built something that he has never ever seen and everybody did not believe him until it started raining. Here's what it is. It was crazy when he started doing it. It was crazy when he was building the ark. It was crazy when he was putting up this whole whole entire ark, this boat together. But it was faith when it started raining. Oh my God, thank you Jesus. What's crazy in one season will be counted as faith in another season. (laughs) When God gives you a dream, when God gives you a vision, when God gives you a plan, when God tells you to move, when God tells you to move to another job, when God tells you to stay and be silent, wait, 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 wait. stay and be silent. We think that it takes faith to only move. It also takes faith to stay. 
Oh, let me let me preach up a little bit. This is crazy faith. It doesn't only take faith to move. As a church, we love to move. The church is moving on. The church is moving on. What about the church is being silent? The, the church is standing. The church is standing. There is nothing wrong with the church standing stagnant. There is nothing wrong with the church being still. It's not only about the church moving. It doesn't only take faith for the church to move. It also takes faith to stand and to stand still and to know when to move move and to know when to stop. There's a reason why there's a red robot and a green light. There's a reason why we have to stop and the reason why we have to go. If we keep on going when we need to stop, and if we don't stop, we're going to meet with an accident. There's a reason why the red light comes on and tells us to stop. It's so that we can hold back, let something else go through, let something else happen without us in the middle of it where we're going to cause an accident. Let's hold on, let's wait, let things go by and let's go when it's green again. Oh, this is crazy faith. What Noah was doing made no sense. What Noah was doing made no sense. It was crazy. But when it started raining and it didn't stop raining, it was faith. Oh, hallelujah. That plan you wrote down 10 years ago, that idea you wrote down in your journal, it sounds crazy. It sounds absolutely crazy. But God says, it's faith in another season. What you may have wrote down 10 years ago, it might have been absolutely crazy. But look at how God made it possible and God made it faith in another season. Something that you wrote down 20 years ago, something that you thought of 20 years ago, it was crazy at the time. But it is faith in another season. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe it's crazy to listen to elevation worship and to faith worship right now at the age of 16. Maybe it's crazy now to go to go out with your friends to nightclubs and parties as a, as a young person. Maybe it's crazy to take a stand, um, not just for your faith, but also, um, I don't know, what your parents taught you and not smoke and drink alcohol. Maybe it's all crazy now in this season, but it's faith in the next season in the previous season working out in the previous season working from home three days a week was crazy think about it the previous season working from home three days a week was crazy now in this season called COVID-19 it's called faith (laughs) it's taking faith to stay at home be silent be still wait and work from home oh now it's possible to work from home in the previous season it wasn't possible to work from home we had to get up early in the morning and go to the office go to work every day sit at the office sit at work every day and work now it's possible to work from home it took a pandemic season called COVID-19 to restructure the economy to restructure society, to make us more aware and more conscious of personal hygiene and a restructure of companies. Think about it. I'm trying to make you see that every time we talk about crazy faith, we will look at the heroes of the Bible. 
but I want you to look at yourself and look at yourself as being the hero and see what you have started and being the hero of that story, you being the hero of that company, you being the hero of that program. It took some crazy fate to step out and do something what no one else was prepared to do. That's why God gave you the vision. No one else was prepared to step out and be crazy the way you were. That's why God gave you the vision. That's why God gave you the mandate. That's why he told you what to do. You see, Jesus stopped by Peter and he told him to follow him because no one else was prepared to follow him. He stopped by Peter and he told him, follow me. Everyone else would have asked questions. Why? When? Who are you? Why must I follow? What's it in it for me? How much am I going to be paid? Why must I follow you? Who are you? But Peter just followed. He just followed. Peter who became the rock. Peter who became his right hand man. Peter who became part of his inner circle. Peter who preached at Solomon's porch and got people healed and convicted. Acts chapter 2. God is saying, I'm not looking for someone to tell me why it can't happen. I'm looking for someone to tell me that it can happen. Hallelujah. If there's anything you catch, catch this this morning. God is saying, church, I'm not looking for someone to tell me why it can't happen. Don't tell me why it can't happen. Don't give me all the, all the scenarios and put all the things in place and tell me why it can't happen. Don't tell me why it can't happen. Tell me that it can happen. Leave it in me. Trust in me. Allow me to sort out all the, all the details. Allow me to put all the details in place. Leave it to me to sort out all the details. Don't tell me why it can't happen. This is crazy faith. It's gonna take crazy faith for you to step out and do something what no one else has done before. It's going to take crazy faith for you to step out in the name of Jesus. Don't tell me why it can't happen. Tell me that it can happen and leave it to me in the name of Jesus. But you better make sure that you are hearing from God before you make that decision to leave work tomorrow. <laughs> you better make sure that you're hearing from God. Otherwise, you're going you're gonna to be on one huge weight loss program. <laughs> it's called hungry. But I've seen some families with children leave work and go to another place all because God told them to. And I've seen God provide for them and never, ever leave them dry this is god almighty church you see the problem is moses most of us don't have real faith most of us don't have real faith we have an idea of faith <laughs> we don't really have real faith we have an idea of what faith is we have an idea of what faith is and God wants us to move out from this idea of faith this church version of faith and move to a reality of actually knowing and living faith and it's gonna take some crazy faith for you to step out like this let's look at the word crazy first 
the word crazy. The word crazy means this, not mentally sound, marked by thought or action that lacks reason. It means insane, impractical, being out of the ordinary and unusual. <coughs> when you believing in God, some of the things he's going to ask you to do is going to sound crazy. Trust me, I'm, I stand here as a testament of that. Most of you know what I'm even talking about. When you believe in God, some of the things he's going to ask you to do is going to sound absolutely crazy. You believing in a God that you haven't seen, you trusting in a God that you haven't seen is absolutely crazy. We trusting in a God, we believing in a God, and we believe, we don't think that it's crazy. You and I don't think that it's crazy. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We trust in Him with all that we have. You and I don't think that it's crazy. But to somebody that doesn't believe like that, they will think that he's crazy. But the crazy thing that I found out about crazy things is that there's crazy things that we do believe in that cannot be explained either. Let, 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 me, let, let me give it to you. I can't see God, right? I can't see God, yet I believe in Him. I can't see God. Neither can you see wind. But you feel it. You experience it. Your hair gets messed up in it. You know that the wind is there. So how can you believe in one thing you can't see, but a thing that created the thing? You'll question. <laughs> we can't see wind, but we believe it's there. But it's hard to believe in the one that created the wind. We'll question. We'll accept the different changes of the weather and the seasons, but it's hard to accept the one who made the weather. If you're going to follow Jesus, there will be things that are required that seem absolutely crazy. Now let's look at the word faith. This is the poor man's definition of the word faith. We look at faith is, in, uh, faith is now faith is the substance of the way. We're going to get there, we're going to get there, we're going to go there, we're going to go there. But let's look at a poor man's definition of faith. Trusting in something you cannot explicitly prove. That's what faith is. Trusting in something you cannot explicitly prove. And in this Google age that we live in, too many people only believe things that we can prove without a doubt. And many times the facts that we want erode the faith that we need. Let me repeat that again. The facts that we want erode the faith that we need. Um, okay, God, I'll follow you. Okay, Lord, okay, God, I'll follow you. If you tell me what I'm going to do, what's going to happen, how much it's going to cost, explain it to me. Give me the details, explain it to me, and only then I'll move. And God says, okay, then, we, we're just going to be here. We're just going to stay right here. Either God shows you the mountaintop and not the path, or He shows you the path and not the mountaintop. But He wants you to trust Him. See, God doesn't give us everything laid out for us. Then there'll be no need for faith. 
God doesn't tell you I'm going to make I'm going to I'm going to uh, you're going to move there and he tells you all the details about the move. He'll either give you some details and he wouldn't tell you the the, the end or he'll give you the end and not the details. He'll either show you the mountain top and, and and not the path or he'll show you the path and not the mountain top. God doesn't give you all the details. It's for us to trust him, to allow him to know that he is the one in control and he knows what he is doing. This is crazy faith. He wants us to trust him. So when you think you have faith in God, you actually don't. We speak about say, I have faith in God. Do you have faith in Yes, I have faith. Do you know what is faith? Yes, I know what is faith. I have faith. Hallelujah. I have faith. I have mustard seed faith. But actually, we don't. It's going to require crazy faith. Crazy faith. Now, let's put this boat together. We looked at crazy. We looked at faith. Now, let's put it both together. What is crazy faith? Crazy faith. This is the definition of crazy faith. Thoughts and actions that lack reason, but trusting fully in what you cannot explicitly prove. Thoughts and actions that lack reason. In other words, it lacks reason. In other words, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, Lord, that this is what I have to do. It just doesn't make sense at all that this is what you told me to do. It doesn't make sense at all that I have to leave this company and go to that company. It doesn't make sense at all that I have to leave the company where I'm working in, the corporate world, and go into full-time ministry. It doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense at all. It absolutely doesn't make sense at all. Thoughts and actions that lack reason. It doesn't make sense. But trusting fully in what you cannot explicitly prove. Now, let's bring some scripture into this. Hebrews 11.1 1. Now faith. Somebody say, now faith. Tell your loved one next to you, now faith. Now faith. Now faith. Now, I'm going to tell you what faith is. Now faith. Let me tell you what faith is. Is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. You got that? Confidence, it's confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. In other words, it's not faith if you can see it. If you can see it, it's not faith. And it's not faith if it was not once a hope. If it's something that was not hoped for, it was not faith. You see, one of the enemy's greatest tactics is to discourage you so much that you don't hope anymore. One of the, the enemy's greatest tactics is to discourage you, take you away, take your mind completely off what you once hoped for. So you don't hope for it anymore. It discourages you so much. You know what? That would never ever happen to me. I've tried and tried and tried. I'm never ever going to get this company right. I'm never going to get into the right marriage. I'm never going to get into the right field that I want to. I'm never going to pass this exam. I'm never going to get that degree. The enemy discourages you. Takes you away completely from what you first was excited about discourages you completely so that you don't hope for it anymore once what once uh, what you once had hope for 
now he discourages you so much that you do not hope for it anymore. Because if you don't hope, you now have taken away the fuel for faith. If you don't hope anymore, you have taken away the fuel for faith. Why? Because faith is the confidence in what we hope for. Faith is a confidence in what we hope for. So if you if you don't have if you if you don't hope, you have taken away the fuel for faith. Faith is a confidence in what we hope for. If there's nothing to hope for, I cannot have faith. If there's nothing to look forward to, I don't need to have faith. If there's nothing to hope for, I don't need to have faith. I cannot have faith. So he'll allow situation after situation, bill after bill, bad relationship after bad relationship, problem after problem to get you to stop hoping. Some of you stop hoping already. You stop praying. You stop hoping a long time ago. You stop hoping. You stop hoping. You stop praying. You stop praising and worshiping God. Let me let me ask you a question right now in this pandemic season. We're in five months through it. How many of you, honestly, your whole family get up on a Sunday morning? You get dressed. You all come together in the living room and you all praise and worship God together, looking at a TV screen with no band in front of you, no pastor in front of you. You're not in the church environment anymore. You're not in the church building. How many of you can honestly say right now your entire family is with? you every Sunday praising and worshiping God together just listening to a TV screen worshiping him giving him glory sitting together listening to the word we have the opportunity now as a family at the end of the message to sit together and discuss the message make down points together ask our children what have you learned from today's message what have you learned from what Pastor Rowan said question it discuss it learn together we have the opportunity now to do that as a family have you ever realized that but how many of you can honestly say that every week we are praising and we are worshiping god together we stop doing that we stop we are so used to this pandemic this this the life this life that we are in right now we have accepted it as the norm we as children of God, think about it. We as children of faith, church. We as children of a living God, of a most high God who knows what he is doing. We have accepted this as the norm. Sitting back every week at home, every day just sitting at home. Every Sunday sitting at home, getting up late. Still, oh, oh we're so tired. I'm so tired. Coming just sitting down praise and worship is going now we have forgotten what it is to praise and worship god listening to this message yeah nice message nice message pastor rowan well done very nice message hallelujah praise the lord hey hey smiley 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 thumbs up thumbs up hundreds 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 uh amen 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 but no change no deliverance no growth no faith no crazy faith no change we stay exactly as we are we have accepted this life as being the norm you and i we as children of faith we have accepted this as being the norm we stopped hoping we stopped hoping for a breakthrough we stopped hoping we stopped hoping that those kids who have gone astray and far from christ will actually come back to the altar 
we stop hoping for that right relationship and after having so many bad ones you stop hoping you stop hoping that your student loans will be paid off now you just uh whatever i'll pay it somehow you forgot that 6 months ago god gave you that uh, uh, that job god gave you that student loan god paid it off for you um in the name of jesus god did it for you spiritually god did it for you and miraculously god performed miracle right there in your life you forgot what he did for you when he gave you that subject when he put you into that institution to study when you know that you didn't have the right qualifications but he put you into that job he put you into that institute and now you are studying and now you have this job we forgot about what god did for us 6 months ago what god did for us one year ago two years ago five years ago we've forgotten about this amazing jesus that won the battle we have forgotten about what he did for us and the life that you have now the job that you have now what you are studying right now you forgot about how he paid off those student loans and now it's just like oh whatever i'll pay it somehow you need to have confidence in what you're hoping for church We need to get that confidence back. We need to start hoping back because we need to get faith back into our lives. So so faith works in reverse. <coughs> faith works in reverse. Whatever you're hoping for, you're building confidence in. Whatever you're hoping for, you're building confidence in. I'm just hoping to uh, I'm just hoping to be able to live uh, month to month. Now that's your confidence. I'm just hoping to be able to live month to month. Okay, fine. That's your confidence. I'm hoping um you know, he don't even have to love me. Just don't cheat on me. So you stop hoping for a happy, healthy marriage. You're just hoping that he doesn't cheat on you. Now that's where your confidence gets built on. That's where your confidence gets built on. You see church, all I'm trying to do here is to bring faith back. It's to bring that hope back. It should bring that joy back. It should bring what we once had in January, February. What we once had in December last year, starting of this year January, faith fueled up, fired up. This is what I'm going to do this year. This is how I'm going to do it. This is what's going to happen. What is stopping us? Don't say the government is stopping us. Don't say the pandemic is stopping us. My God is able to do exceedingly Hello more abundantly more than what even we can think or imagine Hallelujah Come on church where's our faith at Where's our faith at We have settled for pandemic COVID-19 this season we have settled for it We have settled that this is the norm. We have settled that this is how our lives are going to be for the rest of our lives. Where is your crazy faith gone to? Where is our crazy faith? Is God not able to do more exceedingly than pandemic? More exceedingly than COVID-19? Is God not able to turn this life completely around for his glory? Is God not able to heal this disease completely wash it off clean off the earth and cause a revival in our lives and in our homes in our churches come on church we are faith jobber where is our faith 
We need to step out in crazy faith. Crazy faith. Crazy faith. All I'm trying to do is just bring our faith back. To a point where we start hoping again. To a point where we start hoping again. There's nothing impossible with my God. There is nothing impossible with my God. The Bible says that all things are possible to him that believe. All things are possible. But my Bible says that without faith, it is impossible. Impossible, church. It's impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God without faith. There is nothing impossible with God. The Bible says that whatever you believing for in faith, God is able to do it. It will be done. You need healing? Start hoping for it again. You need a breakthrough? Start hoping for it again. You need a new house? Start hoping for it again. <coughs> you need a new job? Start hoping for it again. If you need need to move out from where you are right now into a better place, start hoping for it again and build your confidence up. Start building your confidence up. But this is going to take some crazy faith, church. This is going to take some crazy faith. I'm here to tell you today that whatever you've been hoping for, hope for it again. Don't give up. What you've been hoping for in January, <coughs> Hope for it again. Don't start hoping. Whatever you've been hoping for, hope for it again. Start hoping again. Start believing again. That dream that you had, start hoping that it will come to pass. That desire that you had, start hoping again. What seems crazy in one season, it will be faith in the next season. What was crazy in one season, when nobody believed you, when nobody understood you, when you yourself didn't realize and didn't know how was it all going to put into place but you had crazy faith inside of you you had this hope inside of you that God is in control and he's going to perform a miracle and he's going to do all things and he's going to work it out what was crazy in one season it is uh, it is faith in the next season it's faith in the next season it might sound crazy here but it is faith in the next season it might be crazy in one but it is faith in the next season don't give up hope on what you are desiring for what you are hoping for what you are dreaming of because god can turn it around god can turn it around and he can still heal what a crazy year it is faith in the next season. I'm here to tell you today, church, stop. Start hoping. Start hoping again. Start believing again. Start trusting again. Start trusting and believing that soon we will be getting back to our church building. With this COVID-19 completely destroyed, we will be getting back into our church environment. We will be getting back praising and worshiping God with live praise and worship, with live loving people next to us. We will be praising and worshiping God. Start believing that you are going to get back to your company. Start believing that you're going to get that promotion, what you've been desiring from last year. Start believing that you're going to get that job. Start believing that you're going to get into that institute and and study that subject that you want to study start believing in a hope start trusting in a hope trusting God hoping that this will come to pass 
hoping that this will come to pass, hoping that God is going to perform a miracle. God is going to perform a miracle in the name of Jesus. Start trusting Him. Start trusting Him. Don't let go of the of what God has given you. Back five years ago, two years ago, last year, six months ago, don't let go of that promise. I'm here to tell you, church, as Faith Joburg, as your senior pastor, I'm telling you, Faith Joburg, start believing and hoping again. If we stand together believing and trusting and hoping, this crazy faith, this craziness is going to be faith one day and it's going to come to pass in the name of Jesus. Trust me in what I'm saying. Trust me, church. God is going to move this mountain and He is going to restore and, and destroy things that is not of Him and He is going to bless our land in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Start hoping again. Start praying again. Start believing again. Start praising and worshiping God together again. This is what God wants to see, church. He has put us in the state to see that even though you're not in a church building, will you still trust me? Will you still praise and worship me uh, even though there's no live praise and worship? Even though you're looking at a screen? Even though you might not have anything in front of you? Will you still praise me and worship me? God wants to see you and I. Do we have praise and worship in us to come out from us to give him praise and worship? Or do we need to see a band in order for praise and worship to come out of us? Hallelujah. God wants to see is the word enough inside of you? to see the faith build up inside of you to get your victory to get that promotion to get that job to get that student loan in the name of Jesus or do you need a pastor to preach to you face to face live on a Sunday morning for your faith to rise up this is a test that God is taking us through I'm begging you pass the test pass the test it's, start, it's, it's time to start hoping again to start dreaming, to start believing. What seems crazy in one season, it is faith in the next season. Just like Noah, no one believed him. No one believed him at all. It was crazy, absolutely crazy. But as soon as they saw the rain come down, it became faith. Church, don't wait for the rain to come down. Act upon your faith. Act upon your faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Would you all stand up to your feet right now? Stand up to your feet right now. Right there in your living room. Your whole family. Grab them together. Pull them by the ears if you have to. Grab them. Pull them up by their hands if you want to. I know that my young people of today stand up by faith. Stand up. Come on. Everyone, right there in your home, stand up. Hold your hands together and raise those hands up in the name of Jesus. I'm tired of what's going on all around us. There's so much of bad things going on. Look at what happened in Eldo's man to that young boy. Look at what happened to him. Look at how, how corrupt everything is. That things are trying to be covered up just to cover up people's ignorance or wrongdoing look at what is going on look at what is happening in our lives in our communities 
in our homes all around us look at what's happening in our companies there are people that have lost their jobs because of covid-19 there were people that have lost lost their hope lost their their, their manhood lost their dream lost their, their, their faith lost who they believe they are because of covid-19 this year has marked us as marked us and stained us but we as a church we need to rise in the name of Jesus we need to stand up by faith in the name of Jesus and say we are still going to hope we're going to still hold on to what you have taught us to what we believe in because we serve a god that is alive and alive forevermore a risen resurrected king he is jesus the christ that is seated on the throne and he will not move nor be shaken nor sleeps nor slumbers for anyone he is god almighty start hoping again start trusting in him start believing in him once again church in the name of Jesus if you stand with me and if you are believing with me in the name of Jesus if you agree with me grab your neighbor's hands and throw them up in the name of Jesus throw them up as we pray together father in the name of Jesus i thank you lord that we will start hoping again we will start believing again we will start trusting in you again we will start desiring again we will start hoping again and in the name of jesus lord we are trusting you for the breakthrough we are trusting you for doing awesome awesome things in the name of jesus lord we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor in jesus name thank you lord for what you're doing we pray for healing across our land we pray for deliverance across our land we pray for deliverance and for the peace of god the word of the lord says the peace of god that passes all understanding This is what your word Philippians says the peace of God says be anxious for nothing but in all things prayer and supplication we make a supplication prayer a fervent serious prayer unto you lord we cry before you for the peace of God that passes all human understanding the peace that we cannot understand the peace that we cannot understand right now but we hoping for it Lord we cannot understand it but we hoping for it the love that we cannot understand but we hoping for it the peace that we cannot understand but we hoping for it that breakthrough that we cannot understand but we hoping for it in the name of Jesus we are hoping for it and we have faith right now in the name of Jesus for your peace upon our land for your peace upon El Dorado Park for your peace upon Lanesia for your peace upon upon the southwest rand for your peace upon the north for your peace upon the east for your peace upon the west for the peace of god and the love of god and your joy to come back in every home in the name of jesus and for you to heal and deliver and manifest your glory in jesus name <coughs> lord we give you praise right now we give you the glory and we stand in agreement where two or three are gathered in agreement we agree right now in the name of Jesus thank you lord amen and amen the lord bless you 
the lord bless you church i pray you have a blessed blessed sunday and a blessed week in jesus name amen and amen